Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 61, three powerful reasons why teachers should be podcasting in the classroom. I'm excited today to be talking about podcasting and integrating this very dynamic platform of technology into your classroom. It doesn't matter if we're talking about you creating a podcast for your kids or if we're talking about finding podcasts that already exist and using them in your classroom. And my favorite way is taking kids and giving them the opportunity to be podcasting in your classroom. So much to talk about. I'm so excited about this topic. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so I am really thrilled to be talking about podcasting. Podcasting has become one of my very favorite things to do. I know it sounds crazy, but I really do enjoy it. I I love being able to speak my truth. I love being able to speak up about things that I think are interesting or valuable and offer content to teachers. I also love finding people that are experts, just like last week when we learned about the you know, creating ways of taking care of our money, making smart money moves with Rob Phelan. That was episode 60. If you missed it, check it out. But I love like, I love those kind of episodes. I love getting, bringing together or bringing people together and like allowing them to share their knowledge and their information with with teachers. I just think it's really powerful. And I just think it's, I think it's really fun. I really, I enjoy it so much. I have met some amazing teachers and some amazing guidance counselors and all kinds of education experts through this process. And so I, I adore it. And the best part is, is that it doesn't just have to be for adults. Like podcasting is really become such a powerful medium for which to share your message. And it doesn't have to be for like, just like I said, doesn't have to be for the adults. It can also be for kids too. And right now we have this, you know, generation of kids that are digital natives. So they are so used to like being having some kind of device in front of their face constantly. And why are we not utilizing this more in, in our everyday practice? I love the research behind uh, behind podcasting. Like I was listening to a, a business guy. He's a business person. So you may not know of him in the education field, but his name is Pat Flynn. He has a podcast called um, Smart Passive Income, and I will link to it. Just a brilliant guy. He's also really into education as well. He has a, a son that he does a podcast with on top of his other podcast. And he is like, I mean, he cares about what's going on in our school system. So I think you may start to hear more about him as time goes on. But anyway, he's a really smart guy. And he talks about how podcasting, how, you know, how much it's growing and how much it's changed and how people are listening to it. And he showed, and I was at a training of his and he showed this slide of how people 
gain information or how they take in information. And one of the things that he shows, it's like how much time you're actually willing to put into something. So, and this is probably for adults, but I think it can definitely be relevant to kids because I see this with my own kids. But it's like you you give like one to three minutes time on social media, like being on social media, flipping through, like you're looking at somebody else's content for one to three minutes. That's not very long. And kids are like, you know, and kids these days are swiping, swiping, swiping. So they're seeing something for a few seconds and then they've moved on to something else. And they're in the mindset of the immediate gratification. So they are like, go, go, go until they get what they want. With um, YouTube, he talks about being less than five minutes of time that you will spend on a YouTube video. Now, I do wonder if that's different for kids because I know that my kids, my own teenagers, can be on YouTube forever. It feels like it. But are they actually staying tuned to the one piece of content or are they going, are they flipping through multiple different YouTubers? Like that, that's my question. And I, I would want to know that. Maybe that's some good action research to put out there. And you know, what about your kids? And what about seven-year-olds and eight-year-olds? I know the kids that I talk to at my school, 10-year-old, seven-year-old, they're watching YouTube videos. So I know they're spending time on YouTube. So that's for sure. But then when we look at how much content they will read, how much time they will spend reading, it, it goes up a little bit. It's more like six to 10 minutes. But I still think, is that true for kids? Because I'm pretty sure that's probably not true for kids unless they're being made to read something. And isn't it sad that we've come to this this day and age where we have to make kids read something? Some of that I feel like, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but some of that I feel like is some of the things that we're expecting them to read. And we're not engaging them. We're not inspiring them. We're not motivating them with like excellent content. We're giving them specific things they have to read and making them answer questions. And my all-time worst thing that annoys me more than anything, and I'm not judging you if you do this because I get it and I understand, but is giving kids something to read and then making them write a summary. I can remember having this conversation with a colleague when I was in the classroom teaching second grade and she was doing that for homework. And I'm like, can you even imagine what that would be like for us? Like every time you read something, you have to write a summary. Every time I read the directions to a manual, I have to write a summary. Every time I write, read a recipe, I have to write a summary. Every time I read an article, I have to write a summary. I mean, every time I read a book, I have to write a summary. That would be insane. I wouldn't want. I would never want to read again. So I think sometimes we have to think about some of the things that we want kids to do. Maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they would read longer if we didn't make it like torture. But that was a side note. All right. And going back to Pat Flynn, so then he says they will listen, people will listen to a podcast for 25 to 35 minutes on average. That's crazy. Talk about being in front of your student for the longest amount of time. I mean, you could make a YouTube video. They're probably less likely to watch than they are to listen to you on a podcast. I mean, I I think it's pretty crazy. And maybe not even you. Maybe they need to be listening to other kids their age or other teenagers, kids that they want to listen to. So it's really very fascinating when we think about that. If we could get them for, you know, five times longer than an average way of, of gaining their attention, like what could we do with that? What could we teach them? What could we motivate them, inspire them? And you know, what could we do for them in that amount of time? I think it's really crazy. So I love that. So I think that is, I think that's one of the true potentials of podcasting. So 
I, I go back to it. I go back to, okay, so they have devices, they have iPads, they have, you know, phones, even some kids have phones, even in elementary school. So why not put put it in their hands? Why not use this, uh, you know, to our advantage? Because again, like they are, they're constantly on social media, they're constantly on YouTube, they're constantly using that device. So let's Let's give them what they want. Let's give them information using technology. That's a very authentic way to integrate technology in your classroom. And also, like the thing that I love about podcasting is that it gives the podcaster a voice. And why not give them a platform to share their voice, to speak up and be heard? I spend a lot of time with kids who are in trouble, who are, who are behavior issues. And, and one of the main reasons why kids act up besides like it's difficult for them, like their competency level or that they are trying to avoid something or that they feel like they don't have power or control. Sometimes it's that they want to be heard. They want to belong. And podcasting could actually be a way for them to, to get that need met. I think that's really crazy. I think that's just incredible. So as you know, I have my my One Tired Teacher podcast. And I also have Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, which is another podcast that I have that's geared towards teachers who own a business, otherwise known as Teacherpreneurs. And the reason that I started this, both of the podcasts were to connect with my audience. Like I wanted to connect with my people. And I I feel like I have two sets of people. I have teachers at heart and I'm a teacher at heart and I always will be. And I also have teachers who who need to do a little bit more, who may have a side gig or may have a business on the side or maybe doing a business full time and are that that are still feel like teachers at heart. These teacherpreneurs are and teachers are my people. And I had a lot I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say to both sides, but let's really focus on one tired teacher. So I felt like I needed I needed a place, I needed an outlet, a place to speak to teachers to find my own teachers. And again, like I had a lot to say on teaching and learning. So podcasting has become one of my favorite parts of the week. And it, it gave me a voice and a platform for which to share my thinking and to offer content to teachers and to hopefully inspire you and motivate you and offer you strategies and tips for teaching. And sometimes help you feel like somebody understands. Because I know people, it is hard. It is hard out there. I am telling you what, going back to full time in the school system, woo wee, it's a lot. So I get it. So as I travel down the road of preparing and pre-planning to pre-production, to production, to post-production, and all of that through my podcast, I really learned a lot. And one of the things that comes to mind so often is how much I really feel like kids would be engaged in a podcast in the classroom. So let's talk about why teachers should be podcasting. Here it comes, the three powerful reasons why teachers should be podcasting. So if you are multitasking, come back to me and take a listen because these are the reasons I think we need to incorporate this in our inside of our learning space. Number one, 
And this is, and also before I say that, I'm going to give, I'm going to pause. I'm going to put a little caveat in there. I'm not just talking about creating a podcast for our students, which I do think could be very valuable. I really think we can get them to, to be engaged in our content, especially if we were allowing them to multitask. We were allowing them to do like a doodle kind of notes, or we were allowing them to do like a, a visualization or, a, you know, an illustration to what we were saying, or we were asking them questions while they were were listening and they were listening for the answer. If we gave them some other things to do, if they were moving around, they were laying down on the ground, you know, we were giving them other places to sit. I think that that would actually help. But I also think it would be very powerful for kids to be able to create the podcasts. It would give kids an opportunity to show what they know in a different format. And I have lots of different ideas of how you could do this in your classroom. And I'm going to get to that in the next couple of weeks because we're going to be talking about podcasting for a little while. So I am going to get to the nitty gritty of it. But before we get to that, I want to tell you the three reasons that I think it can be so powerful. So number one, it gives kids a voice. Podcasting in the classroom gives kids a voice, whether they do it weekly or they do it daily, maybe they share what they know, or they talk about how they are feeling about school and about life, anything goes. Podcasting can be the perfect platform for them to use. Maybe you use it as a, almost a type of audio exit ticket, and they're just doing a quick little one minute what they know. Does that necessarily have to be a podcast that you can you know, host somewhere and people can listen to it? possibly, possibly because other kids might benefit from that. It might also be a, a, a um, conclusion or an accumulation of all that you just learned about a specific, you know, unit or topic. So I think that could be very powerful, it could be great for the incoming class, you know, the next year, I think there's some there's some benefit into having it be able to be searchable and find, you know, find it again. But I also think you could do just an audio version on like a voice memo app and not host the podcast. But I think it could be really powerful if it was a podcast. Imagine what your parents would say if they got to hear things that their kids learned, you know, every single week, or maybe every single day, if it was if you did did one minute daily podcast. I mean, that's pretty incredible. So and podcasting, it is relatively easy to set up. And there is more to come on that aspect. I'll go through some of these things with you. And it can be pretty cheap to create and and even to launch. I mean, it can be free, it can be downright free, especially if you're going to just use it for your classroom. If if I were flipping over to my the business side, where I'm like a teacher who wants to create a podcast and maybe monetize it, I would say, it's not necessarily free. There are some free places that you can do that. But if you're doing it for a business, I would not put it on a free platform. But there are still some really, really cheap options, just so you know. So I always have to go back to that because I know teachers sometimes are looking for multiple income streams. All right. So and there and again, like there's expensive and less expensive options. With a podcast in your classroom, though, I wouldn't go crazy. And the point, the whole point is to get the kids talking and listening. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And that's the beauty of doing it in your classroom. And if you want more specifics on how you can do that and like the actual technology part of it, then make sure you stay connected for the next couple of weeks. So if you're not subscribed to the podcast right now, then go ahead and subscribe and let me know what you're thinking. All right. Reason number two. Utilizing what they already love to do 
which is to share on social media. So you're actually taking a tool, their device, and they're, you're using it for good. And that can be super incredible. Now, kid, like I said, kids these days, they're texting, they're watching YouTube, they're Snapchatting, they're Instagramming. I mean, their whole lives are on a device. And even young kids, even kids in elementary school, I'm so shocked sometimes when I to see the things that I see, even in a second grader's life. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, and other kids, they're watching and they're waiting for content. They want to see what their friends are saying and doing. So why not hand them a device, a phone, a computer, a tablet, and let them start talking? Yes, there is more to just talking and creating an outline of what you want to say is, cr- is critical. Researching topics can be another crucial aspect. But can you say, hello, standards are being covered when you're doing that. When you're creating like a script or an outline, you're, you're, when you're cr- you know, researching, when you're the listening and speaking standards, maybe you're having them read some information and present on that Again, informational tech standards, I, this, the list can go on and on. And I, and I think what's so beautiful about it is that I, l- kids are actually learning on accident. And, and that really is a, such an amazing aspect of podcasting. There is a lot of learning that has to happen to get a podcast launched. Each show requires reading and writing, thinking, speaking, and then listening. And all of these skills are real world skills. And we have to teach them. So why not do it in a way that inspires kids? And then the third, third, third powerful reason why teachers should be podcasting it motivates and inspires a love of learning. And isn't that the point? We really want kids thinking and learning and we have got to come to where they are. We have to bring our teaching and our you know, information offering to something that they will listen to and that they will engage with or that they will be excited about. Because if not, we're going to lose out to the YouTube video that they think is hilarious. So those are things we have to think about. And when kids are doing something that they are that they naturally do, like share stories and using technology, then learning takes place even if they are unaware that it's happening. And I can think of so many reluctant learners from my past 20 years of teaching. I can only imagine what they would do if I had given them a device, a quiet space, and allow them to speak what they knew or what they felt. It's a visual image that actually brings tears to my eyes. And I had one-on-one iPads. It could have been amazing. I see such potential in this. And yes, I mean, I got my master's in 2011 and podcasting was relatively new at that time. Like we did a podcast episode in my master's program. And if only I had known then what I know now. Oh man, what a different, different approach I would have taken. So when we utilize tools like technology or hands-on learning, we inspire and motivate kids to learn and to think. And that is when we genuinely hook kids. I really believe that podcasting could be just that hook. So what do you think? Are you willing to give podcasting a try in your classroom? Are you already podcasting in your classroom? Are you using podcasts that you have found in your classroom to get kids excited about content? So, I mean, I'm curious. Maybe you don't know that there are kid podcasts. 
Well, guess what? There are. And I have a list of top 10 that came out that are on Apple, Apple Podcasts. You can probably find most of them on Google Play or the Android store as well. Some of these don't cross over. Some of them are just specifically on Apple Podcasts. But there's other podcasting places like Spotify and Stitcher. And so we can always search there for them as well. But it's a freebie that I want to give to you. And it is a... um, you know, gives you some podcasts that you can use in your classroom. So you can check on it in the show notes, you can click it and it will, I will give you that list. It is, there are some really good podcasts and then you don't have to just go search and search and search. These are actually highly recommended. So you can check those out. It is a freebie that you can download. So I'm thinking that we have a lot more to talk about when it comes to podcasting. If you are podcasting in your classroom or you're interested in podcasting, I want to hear from you. I want to know more. I want to know what you're thinking about podcasting. I want to know if you are podcasting. And one way you can you know, connect with me and let me know this, you can leave a rating review um, on the show remember how to do that. You go into the purple or you're going down to the bottom of the podcast and you're going to say, click on write a review and then you're going to rate it and then you're going to write your little review and submit it. I would love to hear from you. But you can also join my One Tired Teacher Facebook group, which is a private Facebook group where we are going to be talking about all things that we talk about on the podcast. So then I can actually hear you. You can actually tell me what you're doing, what you're thinking, uh, and you can connect with me in that way. I'd really love for you to join. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. And then you can tell me all about podcasting in your classroom. Or you can even tell me where you're thinking, I don't think I can do that. Why don't you think you can do that? Why don't you think you can add po- you know, podcasts to your classroom? Why do you think that kids wouldn't be able to podcast? So you can tell me that as well. And I can help you see that there are ways around your obstacles. All right, so in the next couple weeks, we'll be talking more about podcasting. I hope that you really understand those three powerful reasons why teachers should be podcasting because I think they make such a difference. Giving kids a voice, utilizing what they're already using, and motivating and inspire them to love learning. Uh, Couldn't get any better than that. Well, this one tired teacher is feeling awake and alive and excited because when we're talking about technology integration, I am on fire. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. (laughs) 